Hi everyone, my name is Brandon Tomlinson, and I'm going to be the Dungeon Master. Hey, I'm Chris Gamble, and I'm playing Milo Underhand, the Rogue. Hello, I'm Lonhi, and I'm playing Flutter Echo, the Air Gym. Hey, my name is Mark, and I'm playing Morgoth, the Wizard. Hi, I'm Mike, playing Grydar, the Barbarian. Hello, my name is Ryan, I'll be playing Lorzarin, the Reborn Echo Knight. Hi, I'm Kai. I'm playing Sala Nightingale, the Celestial Warlock. Hi, I'm Justin Bourne, and I play LaCroix Dabu, the bard musician with the heart of a hobbit and a brain of a orc. I'm Will. I'll be playing Rustin the Paladin. So, to set the scene here, we've got a schooner set amidst the Astral Sea, sailing amongst motes of light and various distant colors. A captain stands behind the wheelman, shouting orders and telling which way to turn. To zoom in on this captain, he's kind of like a gaunt humanoid with definitely, what's the word for someone who is completely gaunt, like has never seen the sun gaunt white. Pale, that's the word. <laughs> someone with a very otherworldly pallor, like shouting orders about which way and how to align themselves by the light. So he's looking and he finishes his orders. And he looks to his side, and this armored figure... Ryan, go ahead and describe your character. Alright, Lorzarin is a pale, ghost-like individual with white hair and blue eyes. Uh, he's not built, but of a medium build. Uh, he looks very young, uh, and he'll like walk in uh, and say, Hello prisoners yeah so and to feed into that right that's you're saying that in response like the captain's like go check on those prisoners uh yes captain i will go right away and he, he waves like this rod in your face with like some kind of like large amethyst on the end of it anything you want captain sure and i mean at that point lozaren goes down to the lower hole i'm, I'm gonna speak for you for a second just to cruise this along right and starts checking to make sure all the prisoners are secured. So let's go right through the exact same order we did our intros in. Probably Milo is the first one you come across. Milo, what does uh, Milo the Rogue look like? Milo is a three foot tall halfling. Um, so short in stature, um, also kind of skinny, has uh, inky black hair and uh, emerald green eyes and is wearing um, a tattered cloak and some just general like adventuring gear um, and is looking very distraught and angry peering right. over at Lorzarin alright going down the line Lorzarin you'd go to uh Lonnie's character. So, Echo has like bluish skin. She has bluish green eyes. Um, she has white hair that's kind of like crudely chopped short with like hints of blue at the end. And she just kind of stares at him. And she goes, I'm really glad that I am bound. 
If I was free, I would dab you with my dagger right now, but that's not an option. Ooh, I'm always looking for a fight. I might take you up on that offer later. Going down the line, Lozarian, you'll see Mark next. Mark's Mark? character. And we are hanging, right? That's right. Well, so here's the deal. Um, Lozarian, what is your intelligence score? It is 14. You are more than capable of just floating around through here very elegantly. Interesting. All of the subjects, though, tend to hang down towards the ground. Um, in fact, I probably ought to offer a, like a knowledge arcana going into all of this. Does Flutter Echo have knowledge arcana? Arcana is a 2, but my intelligence is a 15. I see. I tell you, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll let you roll that. Just, am I rolling intelligence or arcana? Arcana. Okay. I got a seven. Yep. <laughs> cool. Yes, Flutter, Flutter Echo is absolutely hanging down. Uh, Morgoth, you are the other one who would probably have arcana, right? Yes, I would. 21. Nice. There's a very strange feeling here. As you're hanging by those chains, you realize that you can will yourself in any direction you want. Interesting. Okay. But then as you start to kind of experiment with that, you realize that's probably why your feet are also bound. But go on to be, yeah. So go on and describe Morgoth in this scene for Lewis Heron. Okay. Uh, hanging before you is a pale, porcelain-skinned elf. His dark obsidian-colored hair comes to a widow's peak and is tied back into a topknot. Several black strands of hair hang down and are accessorized with several sharp metallic trinkets resembling arrowheads, wrapped near the base in purple string. He wears a long cape that resembles a raven's feathers. His cape seems to blend in very well with the shadow near him. The undertow of his cape is a majestic purple that complements his black and gold armor, complete with a set of very pointed shoes. His face is tattooed with a pewter ink, the symbol going through his right eye. His forehead has a single black gemstone centered above his sculpted eyebrows. And I guess I'll just be kind of wiggling around. <laughs> right? Fair. Uh, as I walk by, I will see him wiggling and say, Don't struggle. Captain says that would be bad for you. Where, where are we? You'll find out soon enough. Mike, your character's next. Adar is a four and a half foot tall dwarf wearing a spiked armor. Battle Rager. A awesome. very negative disposition. <laughs> <laughs> he is struggling, struggling against his bonds, trying to himself out. Um, is there a chance that Gridar would make an Arcana check? Zero. Zero chance Zero. that Gridar would try an Arcana <laughs> check. Cool. <laughs> All right. Um, last session wizard shit. <laughs> uh, all right, Taco, take it away. 
Yes, so you would see Sala, who's a dark-skinned, very tall, high elf woman with glowing yellow eyes and has long dark brown hair accented with gold beads engraved with her family's crest. She dons silk robes in her deity's colours of light blue and gold. She looks really bored with what's happening and slightly uncomfortable being in such a low-class area such as a boat, which is something she would never ever intentionally do, as well as being bound next to people who are not only so much shorter than her, but clearly of, are not of her status. Is there a chance that Sala would make that arcana check? Oh, absolutely. She look, She's trying to appear as if nothing's going on, but her mind is racing and she's trying to find every way that she can get out of this situation. Roll it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> did everyone else see it as like a 2 rolling to an 18 yeah I did yeah. <laughs> but a 19 is quite good yes that was very dramatic um, Sala you definitely or rather Sala feels that you have the ability to kind of control your weight and the way down is in a way that is slightly disorienting at first but you're you definitely have control over it. Okay. Let's move on. Justin, take it away with LaCroix's description. Okay, so LaCroix's hanging, but LaCroix is a mini orc, essentially. He is only a full three foot nine inches. He is gray with a green hue. He wears a purple leather vest, has purple a purple headband, handlebar mustache, permed hair, a mix of brown and black hair. He is ripped. His abs are cut like an uppercase V. He has a swagger to him. His voice is always surprising to people because he is so small in stature, but having such a deep voice. He also has a suede leather pants that are black and wears the latest Orc Jordans and uh, has a friendly demeanor, but has resting Orc face. So a mini Orc, is that a goblin or do they refer to you as snotling? <laughs> no, it, I often get confused or he often gets confused with being a, a goblin, but he is half Orc and half a uh, hobbit. <laughs> snotling is what I'll call you. No, snotling. Orkling. 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 Orkling sounds like a baby, though. Very hairy feet. <laughs> <laughs> Lozarian continues the trod along the floor, checking out the prisoners that they've captured in these last couple raids. Will, take it away with Rustin. Alright, Rustin is a poem, which is a four-foot-tall chicken, kind of humanoid thing. Um, he's got kind of feathers poking out between the kind of holes in his armor. And he is kind of freaking out right now, because there is no sun, and he is very sunned. Sun dependent, I would say. And he's even going to say to Lorzarin as he walks by, What is this place? Where's the sun? You've got us all tied up here, hmm? Not very courageous of you. I don't have you tied up. My captain does. Oh, wait. So my, like, arms are... I don't have hands. I have, like, feathers that, like, that bend. So, so if that... someone was to chain you in this way, how would they do it? I'd say kind of just tie my wings together. Like mm -hmm. in my head, I guess. I'm gonna say, hey, hey, I couldn't quite hear you. Come a little bit closer. 
to lure Zarin to try to get him to come right up in my face. Just a correction, DM. My commands were to just check on the prisoners. That's right. I will approach. I'm right. Right up here. There's something I have to whisper in your ear. It's very important. Uh, I'll stand about, uh, let's say, 10 feet away and uh, just kind of stick my ear towards uh, Rustin. Come closer, closer. I will take a step. Right by my face. No one else can hear. Sure, and then I will uh, get in reach. The second he is within reach of me, I'm going to use my unarmed peck attack on him. (laughs) (laughs) Roll it, but with disadvantage. (laughs) I have a question. These binds, are they keeping us from doing any spells or anything? You are not gagged. No, I was just going to see if I could wall chafe and get out of my... (laughs) (laughs) Disadvantage, so I got 18. 18, 18. will hit. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there in That's a deep four. It's not very strong. Right in the right cheek. Give him a scar. Oh, max damage, though. <laughs> max right damage eye. on the butt cheek. <laughs> I hit him right in the eye. <laughs> so does this, like, peck, like, knock Lord Zarin back a little bit? Uh, no, he'll stay in in range. He won't step back. So you're kind of in this underbelly of a ship that's only got, like, room for, like, ten people, like, in this situation. Um, so there's, like, a hatch with a ladder that goes down into it. Okay, and but as far as I know we're hanging here, I've got dark vision. Do I have pretty good vision as far as I can see other people are hanging and uh, Lozarin is making his way out? Okay. Yes. Um, so I would like to teleport out using my Shadarkai feet, um, Blessing of the Raven Queen. Okay. Um, however, I, Morgoth would be like uh, mentally he would like wait for Lazarin to like leave the room before he did this because he doesn't want a confrontation of you just escaped he's and you'll find this out about me I'm the smartest member of the party and um, I don't know my intelligence is kind of high so I would wait probably so if I need to hold that action that's fine while everyone else is doing shit but I'll wait to do it unless he's leaving now then I will teleport out into like the corner of the room and gather myself um, for probably unlocking some of the prisoners who I did not like think were a threat to me. Okay. So Um, I wanted to ask if we had our equipment or not. You have most of it. Your weapons are probably like all in a pile off to the side. I described myself as my my person. But I didn't think think about that until just now, yeah. So while he's while he's distracted, could I try to wall shape out of the vines, or what will happen if that happens? <laughs> We're gonna find out. I don't want to find an echo knight. And do, does wild shape require somatic component? Oh, let me look. I, I can wild shape. Yeah. 
It says, as an action, you can magically assume the shape of a beast that you have seen before. Sweet. Twice per short rest. What shape do you assume? Like a, a dire wolf? Like, and it's like white with like blue? No. Or just a regular wolf. I don't know. Reason, <laughs> watch out. Echo is not happy. She does not like where she right? is. Right? That's fair. That's completely fair. So, absolutely, you start forming into a dire wolf, and you're, the chains absolutely start falling off around you. And I'm going to... If I bite him, would it be an unnormed strike? Also, he's distracted. <laughs> he is distracted, so I'm going to have him roll initiative with disadvantage. And I'm going to have you just roll initiative. Are we just going to kill her? <laughs> So I'm not excited about rolling initiative. You have a backup character, right, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> that I do not. Lazarin too. Lazarin Jr. Um, I got an eleven. You got an eleven? Yeah. That beats a seven. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Dang, dude. Rolled a 22 and a 7. And sadly, the disadvantage takes that away. So what happens with this wolf? And, uh, yeah. Walk me through this. So, while he's distracted, she's just gonna, like, run up and, like, take a chunk out of his side. And, like, kind of, like, try to, like, you know how with dogs when they get, like, with, like, toys and they, like, that's what she's doing with her. <laughs> Let's see that roll. Is it? It's unarmed striked, correct? Is what I'm rolling for that. I assume. What is the normal animal attack for a druid? I don't really know. <laughs> You'd have to pull up the wolf stat block. Really? So it is based off of that? Yeah. So I guess it would be bite. So it'd be plus five, whatever my roll is. And then the damage would be 2d6 plus three piercing damage. Okay. okay. You couldn't actually be a dire wolf, I don't think. Uh, so just a regular wolf? That's right. Okay. Go back. Can she be a pregnant wolf? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Okay, I think the wolf is just plus four to hit, and then 2d4 plus two. Okay. And then if the, if the target so, is a creature, they have does, to make a dc11 strength save. Does a 13 hit? Lord Zaren's It easy. does not. Oh, well, we try. <laughs> Lord Zaren? Uh, let's hear from Lord Zaren. What's going on here? Okay, should I also be in this initiative? I... At this point, Lazarus probably backed up. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of fighting him too, but okay. Your butt punch fucking fucked Lazarus up. Yeah. I imagine it like knocked him the all the way back out of range. He's okay. hurt. Now he's even set on by a wolf. What's Lazarus doing now? Uh, he will manifest an echo. Uh, that'll be about 15 feet away and say, Ooh, hello, little wolf. Uh, and then he will make, I guess that's two attacks. 
Yeah. Before yeah. the attacks, does Lozarian like yell or do anything like that? Uh, he will. Does he have connection to his captain at all? Like, how does how, how does that? You can. Will... You were absolutely treated like shit on this ship, and he just has you mm -hmm. do all the worst jobs. If it's got to yeah. like clean out the bilge and all that sort of thing, it's always you. I see. And his instructions were to check on the captive spines and make sure they're tight. Um, hmm. He will, uh, rather than attack, attempt to restrain this creature. Okay, okay. So yeah, there'll be two Lorzerans that pop up. It's like, uh, you'll, you'll see like a, a ghost kind of come from the ground that looks exactly like Lorzerian. Uh, and then rather than attack, he will attempt to uh, make a grapple check. Okay. I think that's strength-based stuff, so let's... Uh, yeah, so I roll, I roll athletics, and then my target can roll athletics or acrobatics. Throw it. All right, I'm going to roll twice for each Lozarin. Okay. Uh, 19 and an 8. Okay. I'm just going to pray that everything's okay. I got a 12. <laughs> uh, and then I, I guess as like a free action, um, uh, Lozarin will like grab the wolf and say, Shh, little pup. It's okay. Seems like your binds can't be tightened, and uh, I cannot move any further. And then I'll like, if it if the creature calms down, he'll like kind of slowly let go and just kind of stand there idle. Uh, but if it kind of is more aggressive, he'll keep the keep the grip. If you uh, can move back to the chains, you know that they can be expanded to be a collar. Oh, oh, shoot. Then he would put a collar on her. <laughs> if possible. I think with the grapple, I can move the character with me. So I'd move and then... Do the thing? Yeah, I'd do it. Uh, and I say, oh, look, that is tight. Well, that was interesting. Before he walked away from Echo, she would have tried like to snap at him, still in her wolf form, like just an angry little little pup. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try and talk to Lord Aaron? Like we have free range to talk, right? Yes, you have full range of the vocal cords. Okay, I'm gonna say, what are you doing here? What are we doing here? And this clearly seems like it's not worth your time. You're right. I do not know. I am tasked by the captain to check on your binds and make sure they're tight. It looks like they're tight, and I'll probably be heading off on my way. But don't you, do you want to get off the ship? Seems like the captain's kind of a piece of shit. He is not my favorite, but he has leverage. With that, then, you start. You hear clamor overhead, interrupting the conversation. Well then, I the must... ruby gate—it's opened on the starboard side. Would I know what that Mental means? Check. 
I'm not even sure what starboard means in the astral plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just the side of the ship, right? It doesn't actually matter if it's the right you side. have an actual the direction. Starboard it's side the right side is always the right side. I'm sorry, yes. I'm going to impart you with my naval knowledge. Right, right, right. It, it's more of just, yeah, of... Starboard where... side. All my marines remember that. <laughs> And so on the right, yeah. So, uh, and you you see what looks like a doorway. No, a large circular field of ruby red is glowing in, and all y'all see is this is red glow onto the deck and kind of coming down the staircase, and a bunch of cries overhead as. It looks like there are, and Lozarin, you're probably at the bottom of the stairs at this point, and looking up, and you see figures just jumping onto the deck, and there's a battle going on overhead. What do you do? Am I called to it? No. I will say, huh, well, let's see how this plays out, and I kind of just stand at the base of the stairs. Sweet. I'm going to say to Lozarin as... Why don't you let us out? Maybe the captain dies in this battle, who knows? And then he has no leverage on you. I'll help you kill him. I have no alignment to anybody here. Uh, would would Lorzan be able to do that with the instructions given? Not according to your last instructions given. Yeah. Um, he'll say, unfortunately, I can't do that. But I've... Would I be able to look the other way? I've confirmed that their bonds are tight at the moment. Mm -hmm. I will just kind of like, uh, as I, as like Lorzan's kind of looking up at the stairs and the fight going on overhead, um, he'll say, uh, well, I have done what I've been asked to do. Aside from that, I will stand over here. And then he'll like walk to a corner and like stare at the wall. And then you'll see him like gripping his sword very tightly. Does Lozarin have keys on him? No, uh, I assume. No, okay. Uh, no, you would have to to check on this, like literally to put yeah. that. Uh, absolutely. Point, are we really needing keys with a dire wolf and a wizard or whatnot? I mean, the yeah. dire wolf. Can I teleport out now? Then, I guess. And Morgoth hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, sounds like Morgoth is teleporting. Yeah, so um, I guess I'll use my blessing of the Raven Queen. Um, so I kind of just like dissipate into i don't know feathers let's say black feathers and then i'll reappear um but i'll actually be kind of in the corner of the room in the shadows a bit as i'm watching everyone else and um i'm going to make my way towards i guess if i'm in this left corner over here let me see where am i so if i teleport wait where's uh Lorazen actually in in the foundry uh, I mean, he is uh, not in Foundry, apparently. Oh, I don't see you. Okay, that's fine. No worries. I was going to say, I was... Okay, you're over this way. So I'm going to go in the corner then, and I guess um, I'll kind of look over to Milo, and I'll be like, oh, Are you ready to get out of this place together? As I'll ever be. And uh, let me pull a dagger out from my robes, and let me uh, cut Milo down. Um, but I'll, I'll help him so he doesn't fall, because I'm very aware of what physical pain is. Ugh. 
as Morgoth is able to move around, well, Morgoth already figured out the situation with the gravity, right? Yeah, so kind of like move as we will, right? Yes, and in fact, the edition actually has rules around this. Like swimming? Kind of, but we thought, right? So it's like the astral realm. It's like actual legitimate... The astral... astral occult research, if you've ever done it. <laughs> yeah, so right now your walking speed is equal to three times your intelligence score. Three times? Yes. Oh, weird. Okay. Like the, the whole score. So yes. 17 times three? Okay. Yes, and that is you, and you can go, you can just float in that direction and... All right, I will go ahead and... I'm just going to let everyone out. Okay. I figure if... I figure if you're strong enough to break these reins, then you could kill me anyway, so perhaps you'll be on my side if I just let everyone down equally. As so, they're being let down one by one, I will just, like, stand in the corner, eyes closed, gripping my sword, and you'll see the bite uh, that uh, Rustin took uh, kind of heal itself as I will uh, use second wind. Okay. And as uh, people are being freed and Second Wind is happening, above, the sounds of battle are starting to fade away, though there are still some, some holdouts. And, one, and you hear a voice shout above the rest. Go! Check below deck. See if they got what we need. And a woman starts walking down the stairs. Um, she's dressed in all sorts of leather armor holding like a saber at her holding a saber out looking down as she comes in and her eyes kind of adjust to the light level down below she's peeking yes we've got prisoners come check them out and she like leaves for a second although they look like they're getting free these she do not look like you she say that she yelled that oh fuck I'm going to may turn the keys off of Lord Zarin mm -hmm. in hopes that he didn't, like, to pretend that he didn't know, like, he had nothing to do with us being free and, like, wasn't just standing like a coward in the corner. Was there, if you were to detect this, would you resist it? Uh, commands given? Probably not. Okay. I think that, I think that, yeah, I think that. Looks yeah, like you got not. some keys. Oh. Right. Well, Lacroix might cast, or was I might cast uh, friends with the lady and see if I can convince her to take her uh, statement back, maybe. Which tends to upset them once they realize it. But yeah, can you throw it. friends in the chat real quick so I can yeah. read it? Quick question for the DM while you're reading that: uh, Do I know this person? Is this a voice I recognize from my time on the ship? No, this is not. In fact, this is the first person that's not a, a gith that you have seen this whole time. Like, this is a human person that's just walked ah, down these stairs. I see, and I see. You know that the, the captain was gith and that the entire crew was gith Yankee. Hey, did and you say is... earlier that our weapons are around here somewhere? Yeah, they're probably stashed in, like, a corner. Can I see them? Yes. I'm gonna go run and grab my sword and shield. I will That's do the fair. same. Yeah, I'm gonna go get my equipment. Drydar free. I'm sorry, I I had my I was disconnected for for a few minutes. Drydar is free as well. And the woman's like looking down. Is like looks like they're free and uh, getting their weapons. Uh, I'll go check it out. You hear up above. 
And like a man with like long robes starts like walking towards the top of the staircase. Is there a door at the top of the staircase? It is open. And it's like one of these like things that like um, folds down and like when they open it they like lift it up type of thing. So the door is out on the exterior. Is it within 30 feet of me? Yes. Okay, I'm going to try and close it with my mage hand if it's less than 10 pounds. Easy. And then the I'm going to try and lock he's it like with He's like walking around to the, the side and he's like, y'all should come. And then the door just slams on him. Can I lock it with the keys? Yes. I'm locking it. The woman is probably at the bottom, is still on the staircase, just got hit in the head slightly by the door. No damage done or anything like that. She's like, hey, we're not the, the Gith captors, damn it. What are y'all doing? Who are you then? How would they say, how would they respond to that? Um, she's like, Corsair is out here to look to see if there's anything worthwhile out here. Uh, we mean no harm to you. We're prisoners here, clearly. If you let us go, we won't interfere with what you're doing. Um, that's not my call. But if you open this door, we can have that conversation. How about you convince them not to do anything to us and let us go? Or we can keep you down here and see what happens. So, I agree to try and convince them to let you go. And you'll open the door so that I can try and convince them. I can do persuasion with it and try to persuade her to not open the door or to open the door herself. You want to persuade me to open the door? No, uh, the Damn decision. lady. I locked it and I have the key. She couldn't oh. open it if she wanted oh, to. Oh, okay, okay. Misunderstood. I was just trying to get leverage. So I, I, I locked the door and, like so she's not with other people that could... You hear, like, clamor overhead. Yeah, don't touch that rod unless you know. We've got to identify it first. Could be cursed. I will say rod. Uh, and then, like, Lord Zarin will go immediately to the door. <laughs> it's like, it's closed and locked. Uh, is it, like, is wait, is, is there, like, a gate grate or, like, anything? It's a wooden there? planks with, like, a locking mechanism. And the keys, like, floated in, locked it, and then flew back into Sala's hand. Uh, he will, like, look at Sala and, uh, I need that door open. Uh, if you go he... with us and you also, if anyone touches me, I will not stop from killing everyone. Don't worry, I won't touch you, but if I cannot promise I can fight by your side, it's... The woman's to... on the stairs, like, looks at Lazare. Were you also a captive, or are you a part of the crew? I was a captive. He's a captive. <laughs> I'm going to look at everyone else <laughs> downstairs and say, we are all captives. We are all going to leave now. And if yeah. anybody touches me, including you, I will not threaten to burn this entire ship to the ground. Everyone uh, understand? Yes, ma'am. Echo, what a... Echo would have, at this point, changed back to normal, and she's like, I'd probably be right there with you, but I'm not going to touch you. I'd help you burn it down, but I'm not touching you. I'm going to look specifically at Morgoth and the Barbarian and say, are we on the same page? You say you're Corsair, hmm? 
says Ristin to the woman. She just looks at you, nods. Yeah, at this moment we happen to be robbing pirates. Mm. I hope I hope that doesn't disagree with anyone's sensibilities down here. While I generally don't condone thievery, even against other thieves, I suppose I can overlook it this time, seeing as how you may have saved my life. Perhaps we can leave amicably. Okay. Let's say all of you. I agree. Let's, let's strike a deal of some kind. Yeah, let's Okay, I'm out. going to mage hand all of I my things to myself and, and then unlock the door. I also don't okay. want to touch you. He looks at Solid. <laughs> it's so Solid, That's you just said. Did the, like, keys fly back up and go to unlock? Yes, and I also grab all of my things with Mage Hand. I'm, I'm not someone that likes to do physical activity, so I'm not going to, like, pick, like, bend down to grab my things. I'm going to use sure. my Mage I love it. And so the, the door unlocks and the woman immediately, like, flips the door open. She's like, it's a full house down here, Captain. Or, yeah, Captain. And a I'm man with, like... i go up the stairs first. Yeah, well, there's a dude standing at the top in, like, very long and very, like, not just long, but, like, overly folded, like, robes. And he's just, like, looking down at them. It's like, ah, I see. So they freed themselves. That makes things easy. And he's like, let me check them out. And then, like, lifts, like, he's got, like, a monocle um, that he pulls out and starts just looking over y'all. Uh, do I see the rod? Do you don't get the chance to walk up yet, but yeah, as soon as you get to the top, you're going to see them like in a circle around a rod. I have my weapons on me, correct? You absolutely do, but hang tight for just a second. Okay. And, they, and, the, and this dude in the robes is like standing there. He's like looking at all of you and it's like, there's two that will do. Let's do it. And then he, like, drops it, and then is like... And the Corsair, like, standing on the stairs, she's like, Huh. Okay. And she walks up to the top, and she says, You are free. Free. Free to what? Um, not be in chains. Ah, I see. Right, well, then. We weren't in chains in the first place, woman. We took them off ourselves. That's fair. Um... You know what? You, you're right. You're totally... You're right. And we are sorry for any inconvenience that your time in our captivity might have caused. Um, and Morgoth, at that point, you're probably coming up the stairs first. Not Morgoth. Uh, Lozan? Uh, yes. You absolutely see them standing in a circle, like, semicircle. Like, the rod is pushed up against the side of the ship. And there's, like, a semicircle of them around it. Hold on, don't touch it until we can figure out what it is. I will say, ah, oh, excuse me, that belongs to me, and I'll, like, walk up to it. Okay. They, like, part kind of as you walk up to it. And it is, it is a scepter, it is a rod with, like, an amethyst, like, at the end of it. What do you do with it? Uh, can I, am I able to pick it up? Yeah. Oh, and I won't even pick it up. I'll just go right to it, take my great axe out, and just bring it down on the rod. Boof. <laughs> It pops into like 
just this magical like dust like explosion of like violent in it, violet energy as the amethyst just pops and like there's another just like what and the dude in the robes it's like i what that could have been valuable hmm I guess Roosten will come upstairs at this point. He's just going to strut up the second they say, we're not going to fight you. Okay. Do I see this whole scene unfolding? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say that everyone probably is able to emerge that wants to. Is anyone wanting specifically to stay below deck? I want to be the last person to leave below deck. I'm not going to have my like anyone behind me. Fair. Yeah, I'd be happy to stay out. I'll be the first up, besides Aaron. These Pop, other people this... are humans, right? Yes. Sorry. I'll follow Roosten because he's so brave. Ah, good man. Yes, I'll I think you know the way are out there of here. around other than this woman that are like just random peons or whatever? Yes, around? there are like 20 dudes on this on the deck of this thing with swords standing over like a bunch of dead Githyanki. Uh, who are like gaunt, like elongated facial features, very pale humanoids. I'll kind of get right in one's face and say, Say, you're not a werewolf, are you? I. like the. No, I'm afraid not. Hmm. Where I come from, all humans are werewolves. Actually, don't think I've ever met one that isn't. Well, <laughs> the person in robes. Is... <laughs> Sorry, what? The person in the the person in robes is like pauses and like and it just like looks and it's like how strange. Well, you are freed now. What do you plan to do? Say kind of to all of you. I'll like peek over the edge of the abyss and say, "I'm not much of a swimmer." And yeah, Are kind of as you peek here? out over the edge, the sky is big, right? Like, but it's almost like it never ends. And you're just encapsulated by nothing but sky, which is probably striking. I'm going to come back and kind of be, I'm going to have like a mini anxiety attack from that <laughs> and then Fair. get my shit together. All right. Is there a, um, a lifeboat or way out of here? Um, no. We have. And he points off into the distance. You see, way over there, there's a speck. That's my boat. And then the person in robes then points at this. It just points at the ground, which is the boat. It says, also, this is my boat. How would you like to leave? Mm, by your boat? Can Morgoth jump off the ship and start flying? Yes. Uh, you don't even have to jump. Like, you can jump up. You. I will just jump up and just take off like a crazy... Like, I'm just screaming up towards the cloud. <laughs> there are no clouds. There's only, like, distant... Sorry. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's astral. Silvery planet. blackness, yeah. Silvery blackness. I will propel myself up through the silvery blackness, like streaming through the night, I guess. I don't know. And I'll kind of like do like a, a an upward motion and kind of like make my way horizontal to the ground and just kind of keep like a 
buzzing, fading, flying, hovering motion where I'm just kind of like, you know, in Super Mario, whenever you jump with the feather and you're kind of like balancing the the draft and you're kind of like just floating. Right. Fair. And I'd be like, come on, it's all by your mind. And I'll just rub the feather. And like the robed person is like, yes, very well. Um, what shall we do with you? And I'm like, we can't just dump them here, can we? No, you can't. Where would you is like to go? Is everybody above deck now? Yes. Everyone at this point has made it above deck. I'm just going to ask, what's the newest of no planet? Or Somewhere with a sun, please. Or just somewhere not a hovering boat. And as she says the word boat, she kind of like gags. <laughs> like, it is a small thing, but I feel like it qualifies as slightly more than a boat. But I grant you your point. Um, the nearest settlement? Well, that would be our home. Great, we'll go there. Also, can someone get him out of the sky? <laughs> and I point at Morgoth. <laughs> It's just floating around. Everyone's <laughs> gonna look up and be like, "Thank you for nothing." We'll set course. It'll take a couple days, but we will arrive shortly. It'll take a couple days. But we'll arrive shortly. Yeah, I guess that is really fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> I thought you did that on purpose. Yeah, allow, so me nice. to, allow me to um, enjoy your stupidity for a second. Thank you. Uh, can I uh, rifle through the pockets of the nearest dead Githyanki? Absolutely. <laughs> are there any He's alive? Like, uh, there are none alive. And as you're starting to go through those pockets, like the captain's like, that's my... You know what? You can have that one. Roll a d10. Sure. Yeah. You hey. rifle through the pockets and you find 10 gold pieces. Ooh. Hey. While Milo's uh, digging through people's, you know, the corpses and whatnot, I'm kind of huddled with him, not actually looking uh, at the bodies, but more just trying to have what what we call a hobbit huddle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which usually we lock our shoulders, like arm to arm, like a huddle, like a little huddle, but with just little, you know, us doing our little conversation and side side conversation and whatnot. And um, in the conversation, uh, Lacroix would ask. Oh, hey, uh, well, what do you think's going on here? I'm, I'm a little confused. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, this place is terrifying. Do you even remember how we got captured? <laughs> Not at all. All of a sudden, I was here, you know? I thought it's a it great drunken with... story. <laughs> I thought it was with you. I think so. I think so. I don't know about these other people. I know, especially that, that dwarf guy. Mm-mm. Yeah, listen, let's uh, let's stick together. Let's get each other's backs. We can survive this together. Exactly. We just keep an eye on them, and it will be good. As they're talking, I would like to loom above them, double their height, and be like, what are you talking about? Eh? (laughs) I heard some whispering. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, nothing. I just found some gold coins. Uh... Yeah, yeah, he's he's just who looking for for coins. Yeah, who are, who are you two? You seem chummy. 
Is so the 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 robed man. Maybe we got off on the wrong, whatever. Um, my name is Alaris. I am Commodore at the moment. I seem to have claimed some loot in the form of personnel. How about you are all free, and where shall I take you? And is obviously like looks at Sala and says, "Obviously, we'll take you back to our home." But does anyone else have any other uh, requests? That you not call me loot. Somewhere with a sun, please. <laughs> a sun. Okay. I don't have As... anywhere specific I need to go, so I can just go back to your home. Where there's a ground with dirt and rocks. Dirt and rocks? Okay. A settlement of some kind, I suppose. Okay. Well, would uh, Lorzarin uh, know any places that the Githyanki ship visited? Um, by name, yes. What happened to you, Lorzarin? The uh, Lorzarin would know Tunereth. Uh, I think Tunereth would be a good stop for me. Um, however, you mentioned that you were. Two of us will do. What did you mean by that earlier? Um, sir. You seemed a good enough character and not of a ill inclination. Therefore, you were safe to be freed. Except for two? Or just two? Two of you seem to stand character for you all. Ah, oh, I see. Uh, Tunerith is specifically, by the way, a city of Githyanki. Like, this is where oh, they're... okay. Like, yeah. it's not... You'd probably not where Lazarin wants to go. Okay. Uh, and that's the only place I know of? Yes. Uh, well... Uh, I guess you can just drop me off with the rest, and I'll figure it out from there. And um, And the... Alaris like looks up and is like, "Okay, that's fair. We'll take you back to, onward back to Foob then." What was the name of the human city? Foob is what Foob. he just said. Oh, okay, okay. Foob, I love that name. <laughs> Foob, that's good stuff. It's like a I U think... with a umlaut thing, but basically pronounced F O O B. Um, I guess Morgoth, uh, if I've been flying this whole time, can I just return to deck with everyone else? Um, I'm probably not able to get too far. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, I know there's dead bodies around me. Um, can I, uh, go over to one and, um, I will touch like some blood and then I'll rub it across my chest, but I won't actually touch myself and I'll cast a uh, mage armor on myself. Okay. That lasts for hours, I'm guessing? Eight hours. Lasts for eight hours, yeah. Display it. In the nice. Entity. I think Sola is kind of freaked out at how, like, everyone is pretending like they didn't just kill a bunch of people, even if they were their captors, and how everyone's, like, kind of calm. Especially because no one knows anybody right now. Mm-hmm. And she's just going to say, can we, like, process what just happened? 
There's a bunch of dead bodies on the, on the deck. We just got captured. I have no idea how I got here. I was having a lovely, lovely evening to myself, and now I'm here. And I know none of you. What is happening, and who are all of you? You're all incredibly short, by the way. I just need to point that out. <laughs> and uh, so Alaris, like, takes the hood of his robe and drops it, and you realize, like, as much as this person looked human, there's something off about him. He has probably, like, 12 earrings on each ear. And, but it's weird because his earlobes are, like, on the top of his ears, and so they... And he has that pierced like six times, and they, so they flop down, and like these big loops hanging from them. And he's like looking around. He's like, "So, you were captured from wherever you came from. I was actually politely trying to pull out where you might have been captured from, but y'all just seemed good to go with us back to Foob. So, I wasn't gonna ask more questions. Um, Gith Yankee, they captured you. You were going to probably be sold." as slaves and Tenerith, but that's not happening now. What else? Did I miss any beats of your curiosity? I mean, your deal kind of makes sense. You guys seem fine. You killed the people that were trying to do whatever the fuck with me, but I just got- I don't know any of the people that I got captured with. I don't know what is happening. I assume- So you're not all from the same place? Ew, absolutely not. Do I look like I'm from the same place as that person? And I point to Morgoth. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, looks at you through his monocle again. And he's like, most certainly not. Thank you. I mean, from if you can library. get me back, if you can get me back to Faerun or Armin specifically, that would be great. But I don't see any teleportation circles anywhere. So I don't know how you're going to do that. Faerun, you're gonna have to. I have no idea what that is. He doesn't know what Faerun is. So you're not just from some place in the Outlands? No, I'm from Faerun. Uh huh. And he and he has this like almost condescending face, and he's like, uh huh. Oh, oh, your primes. Are you, primes. are you even the same primes? And like, well, I don't know. Are there like, and then like points at Rusin. Are there chicken people on your home world? I mean, the there's very few. I've seen. They're very ah. few. They're called poems. They're not chicken people. Don't be yes, rude. Yes, thank you. Number one. Racist. Um, and My mistake. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, there are not, po- there are not many poems. I feel like he comes from like, their main whatever is like poems before I... yeah so there's there's some in arm they're, oh my they're goodness. normal normal they're clerical Oi, by torm didn't realize we existed outside of poyas so process. he's like i see okay we'll we'll get back to food and we'll, we'll figure out the rest i guess and he's like Points at the the woman who like went below the giant. If you would set that course, and uh, we'll get we'll take care of the rest. I'm gonna turn to the people I got captured with and just say, "Can everybody tell me what's happening? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? What are you?" Okay. What's what happening? Milo and I whisper to each other, and then we start to talk. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, I'm I'm Lacroix, and this is my cousin Milo. <laughs> Hello. We're from Enos. Enos. Haven't heard of it. Sounds cool though. Nah, I never heard of Faerun. I turn to. I guess Rydar and say, "Who are you?" Rydar. I'm from Faerun as well. Southern Hills. Oh. Thank God, I'm not alone. Miracle. I like you. I like you, Drydar. Uh, and then I'm gonna try and like ignore <laughs> as much as I can Morgoth. I'm gonna turn to <laughs> to, to, to the Erdenazi uh, and say, "You look rational. Who are you?" My name Morgoth. is Flutter. My name is Flutter Echo, but I go by Echo. And where I'm from doesn't really matter. Trying to start a new life, so. And then Lozaren, I guess I turn to, and I say, Are you going to try and capture us again? Oh, no. I plan to find the answer to your questions, because I do not know. What exactly were you doing checking on us anyways? Following instructions. Instructions given by the wielder of that, and I'll point to like the broken rod on the on the ship deck. You did have mannerisms of someone who was out of control or under control, rather. Yes, I seem to have not been able to fight my way that one, but the last I remember, I was in their control, and aside from that, I do not know. Is your real name Lozarin? I do not know, but I will find out. So with all of that, we are at the one hour mark. Let's do a quick break. So we were, uh, the ship was about to kind of head towards Foob. Uh, what, while that's happening or before that's happening, as that's happening in transit, right? Like what's, what are folks up to? I know what I'm doing. I'm what going up to our saviors. And I'm going to tell them all about Rustopia. And I'll say, hello there. Thank you for saving us. By the way, uh, I'm from a place called Rustopia. You see, and, um, uh, well, I, I'll just give you a bit of literature. Uh, here you go. And I'll pull out my pamphlet and hand it to the captain, I guess, is this robed guy? He's a captain, yeah. right? Yes, he is. I'll give him my pamphlet and say, To peruse at your leisure. I don't mean to assume you can read, but perhaps if you can't, someone can read it to you. Well then. <laughs> tell me. What do, what, uh, who are you? What do you do? What are you, what are you from? What's your deal? He just, like, looks back. He's, like, looking at this pamphlet. Bruce Topia. The pamphlet is Chickens. And why you shouldn't eat them. He's like looking <laughs> at this pamphlet and he's like, and he's like, this is a pamphlet about Rustopia? Kind of. It's about chickens and why you shouldn't eat them. You don't eat chickens, do you? And I'll like squint at him, give him my like, my, uh, my eye. Like, mm. And he like looks at this thing and he hands it back to you. I won't take it. You won't take it? He's like... But he smiles. 
And he has a mouthful of sharp teeth. My entire mouth is one sharp tooth. Right? So it probably doesn't <laughs> unnerve you at all. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, No, I can't say I've ever eaten chicken. And We're he's delicious. Like, I'll like give him a, pat, a, hard, a hearty pat on the back and say, well, you're a friend of mine then. <laughs> and I'll say, hey, I don't usually indulge, but you got anything to drink around here? I... Perhaps some dirty he's water? Like, looking around on the ship as the other ship is approaching, he's like, I genuinely do not know, but... Uh, Poyan? Is that what you said your people are called? Yes, the Poyam. 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 He corrects himself. He's like, you know what? Whatever you find to drink on this boat is yours. Ah, man after my own heart. Very well. Perhaps I'll peck at the ground as well. And I'll run off to go explore. He like watches to see, figure out exactly how if that was like a literal thing or some sort of cultural figure of speech. Both. <laughs> I love it. Um, and Alsair continues like directing the ship and like basically directing it so that it's going towards the destination, but allowing this other ship to catch up. What was the other ship again? It is a much larger, like Caraval style ship, two masts. Yes, and we, yes. As we assume that that's the ship that these humans came from and boarded this one that we're on now, right? That's right. Okay. I mean, I don't. I'll get. I'll, I'll go up to this robed figure. All right, Halser. Halser, his name is. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, Halser. Any chance we could check out the your? home ship or mothership? I mean is like I had thought about giving you this one but if you would like to see the other that that's fair as well that is my baby though so be oh, gentle to it you were thinking about giving this one to us? well there wasn't any loot we needed here well sure it sounds like a deal we'll take it Milo wait wait would you like to search this other ship with me? The mothership? It'd be sure. such fun. Come, look for dirty water with grain in it with me. Uh, well, dirty water sounds great and everything, but uh, we're about to get a ship of our own where we can go oh, to what our own... I didn't own... see any dirty water on here. Hmm. I suppose a ship could be good, though. Very well. We'll just not look at their ship at all, then. <laughs> right, well, we knew you're right. And then... There's absolutely nothing on there. <laughs> And so the woman who originally checked on y'all like looks back at him and he looks, what is it? Yeah, he's like, we're just giving them a ship. Like we freed them. What? Why do we owe them a goddamn ship? It's just, I'll say her like looks back and he's like, you aren't wrong. I wasn't planning on giving it without strings attached. The woman like looks back and he's like, yeah, okay, trust me. And she does. And she looks back and is like, okay. And I'll say, I like, looks at y'all. Alright. How about y'all do some jobs for me and the ship is yours? 
Mm. This ship. What kind of jobs? I don't know. Probably it like looks directly at Rustin. Like vanquishing evildoers and going about saving people and making me some profits on the side. Hmm. I like the first two. Two out of three is not bad. Us, a group of strangers, all different backgrounds and professions, working together, bonding over jobs. Sounds like it could work. I'm down. <laughs> what say everyone? Gather around, gather around. <laughs> Morgoth will uh, snap his two black fingernails together and a, a magical quill will appear in his hand and he'll start scribbling away in his book and he's just looking at everything in the astral plane, the stars, everyone, how everyone is moving, just everything. And he says, I would be more than happy to be able to annotate this as far as, you know, for archival purposes. Very well. Echo slowly walks up to join the other one, and she's like, I don't know if much bonding's gonna happen, but I don't mind killing some people. That sounds fun. Well then. I like the way she thinks. <laughs> we'll be fast friends, you'll see. Hopefully it won't come to down to any killing. But if we did, you know, we're not against it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Holy yeah, fish. I was prepared for so much more pushback against this, like, specific, like, exchange. Like, I was... <laughs> we'll work for you, sure. <laughs> oh. Which, yeah, like, just because y'all see, like, some contrived, like, setup here does not mean you have to go with it. You do not have to humor the GM just because this is a podcast game. All right, I want to make sure that y'all y'all get that. See what happens. We're <laughs> humoring now. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I think that comes with like wisdom, right? On that and knowing when the situation's good or bad, or for sure. Okay, I'm within character. <laughs> um, though, if you doubt something, I doubt is an active action. You have to press X to doubt. To <laughs> <laughs> be a little more specific, what kind of stuff exactly do you want us to do? Um, I haven't quite figured it all out yet, but once we get back to Foob, we can figure out the rest. Ah, uh, yes, Foob. Can you tell us more about this place, Foob? Oh, it's a lovely place. It's a free port. All are welcome. Are there Any werewolves there? Free ports. I heard two questions there. Are there werewolves? Not that I know of, though I'm sure you will help me figure out if there are any, right, Rooston? Oh, yes. They're my natural enemy. I see. I see. There was another question that I, I didn't hear. Good things that happen in free ports. And, like, I'll say, like, looks at you all like, Looks at uh, looks at uh, Grydar is like, oh, so many good things. It is a lovely place. Morgoth would like. Can I can I ravage through my bag and I'm gonna hand um, a tome out of my bag. I'm gonna hand it straight to uh, the poem paladin, oh. and I'm gonna like gesture for him to take it. I'm gonna see like, isn't it strange 
and I'll hand it to him. What are you giving me? Uh, a, a book, a tome out of my bag. I'll I'll open it and I'll kind of leaf through it and there say, "Oh, actually, out of character, are there any pictures in this book?" There are no pictures. I was just about to say that. There's no okay. pictures. I'll leaf through it and say, "Hmm, hmm, yes, yes." Um, I don't see any pictures. Yes, isn't it odd though that you are talking about werewolves and this? I was, this was the last book I was supposed to get, and the title is Lycanthropes and Other Maledictions. Oh, goodness! Ah, I'll kind of fumble with it and almost drop it, but keep it. I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep holding it. Ah, what? Why do you have this? Are you about to destroy them? This book actually is past due, and that's kind of my job back at the library. I have to pick up past due books, and Ugh. this is the last one I was picking up before I got transported I to the bottom of that ship. Now, this word library, it seems like a brary full of lies, hmm? I don't like <laughs> lying. Are you some kind of liar? I never thought of it that way, but... Have I lied to you yet? I don't know. Tell me, what is a brary? I've never heard of this place. Why does everyone lie there? What in the nine hells are you guys talking about? (laughs) You see, from what I could understand. (laughs) Look, I just thought it was peculiar. You were speaking of werewolves, and I have a book about werewolves, and I just thought it was strange that it all lined up that way. That's all. Stranger things have happened. And I'll close the book and hand it back to him. things. I'm going to ask Morgoth. Morgoth, when was the last time that you interacted with other human beings in a non-creepy way? Uh, non-creepy? Well, most of like the people I do see are either higher-ranking maesters in the library or people who are, well... They're less than people, let's be honest. The people who do have books past due are typically occultists and other wizardly hermit types. And they might have locked themselves away for some time. And I come to collect the books that they have obviously forgotten to turn in. So, you know, those people are quite out there, but they make for good conversation, I would say. So the answer's never. That's yeah. what I heard. Morgoth will kind of shrug in a way and smile, but he's got these sharp black teeth and a whole charisma of five. I don't know where that gets him. I'm going to throw him a pamphlet that I also hold on me about <laughs> about uh, the Church of Saloon and say, you look like you need to be busy. Maybe you should read this. Oh, the, the Church of Saloon. Saloon. No, Saloon. Saloon, my darling. Do you know how to read? Clearly the rooster doesn't. Well, I do read for a living, but uh, there are many books in the library. I can't say I know much about Saloon or your religion. Excuse me. I may not be able to read, but I clearly can write, and I'll just, like, scratch some random <laughs> nonsense in the with my talons in the wood on the ground. See? What does that uh, say? It says, Roostin. That's my name. In, um, poem language. 
Yes, of course. Yes, you don't know. You can't read that. That's okay. Yes, in poem language. Uh, in my world, you're illiterate too. <laughs> <laughs> Morgoth will write down what you just did. He'll copy it into his book. Almost like a very good copy, actually, like a scribe would do. I'll, I'll kind of peek over and say, hmm. Yes. I can definitely make the same marks again. Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I mean, at this point, like, the ship's cruising along, and people are looking ahead and saying, I think we might be catching a different ship. Alsair, like, looks around, like, at y'all. It's not your ship. Well, so, wait, no, my ship's over there. This isn't one of ours. It might be a good thing pirate ship yet again. Pirate? What do you think? Should we, uh... I would like to cast Detect Thoughts on Alsair. Okay. Great. Morgoth looks worried. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I just put it into the box, the chat box. You are yeah. going to be disappointed. I don't know. Yes, yes. Is this intelligence less than three? That's so, what the doctor said whenever I was born. <laughs> <laughs> so, LaCroix, what does it look like as LaCroix is casting? Which, by the way, it has zero effect whatsoever. Like, it, it, it the spell goes off. And nothing happens. Okay, so in my head, what I have is that the quarry raises his fist and then raises two fingers and then touches his temple and tries to act like he's reading like a, a psychic would. Yeah. And he's just trying to read <laughs> the thoughts as it's going on as he's talking about this other ship. And I guess I don't read his thoughts. Not nothing at all. And he's okay. just, I'll say, like, looks at you like, I'm sorry, do you have a headache? Oh, we yeah. Need a- <laughs> it, it's, it's difficult sometimes being an orc and then being a hobbit. Your skull doesn't shape the same way, so you get these headaches. Uh, you, you, you know. <laughs> He's, headaches. I can't empathize. I tell you what, when my ship arrives... Oh. <laughs> sorry. Goddamn chat. <laughs> chat, getting off right now. <laughs> um, and like Elsair like looks off to the side. He's like, "I tell you what, I'll get you some fine tonic water from my ship when it arrives." I like this guy, I like him a lot. <laughs> what is tonic water? Uh, it's uh, fizzy water that makes you feel better. Oh, Jesus! Can it have dirt in it? Or you put it balls. in. What? He's <laughs> like, so would you mean that's mineral water? Ah, mineral water. Hmm. I'll have to remember that. Yeah, and I don't have any. Oh. So you have to add your own dirt. Hmm. And then, like, looks around everyone else, like, so it, is this y'all's friend? I don't you see, know we're all from different is. planes. Never met we, the guy. We're from Faerun, they're from Enoth, and he's from plane ID-10T. <laughs> from C-137. <laughs> I like it. He's like, yeah. 
Yeah, this can be jarring for primes. So we're about to show, you know what? And he's like, point a course away from that ship. We're not ready to deal with anymore. I think the ship, I think we've got our hands full. And eventually, like, the the caravel, like, slides up aside. And he brings off, like, someone brings a crate of tonic water down to help you, uh, LaCroix out. Oh, thank you so much. Uh. Is it LaCroix <laughs> drinking LaCroix? LaCroix drinking LaCroix. <laughs> it's mango flavor. <laughs> I'm not from ID10T. I'm from the Shadowfell. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I mean, else there's like the Shadowfell. The Plate of Shadow? So basically, you all are all from the same place. Okay. Um, and so is I tell you what, just to put everything in perspective for you, we're gonna make a little detour on our way back to Foos. And the ship kind of like orients just like thirty degrees to the right. Thirty degrees to the right. Um, are we aimed towards? Is there in? Okay, so in the, I assume we can see several feet in front of us. Um. Are there any landmarks or anything? Are we going towards like a certain bright star or any kind of like? It's all oriented towards like an astral, not an astral, a astronomical orientation, right? So if you are so inclined to see it that way, it absolutely is like a correct direction. Okay, so it looks like we're going towards somewhere, or is it just all kind of melding together, like star-wise? It's not. It's not melding together. It is like there are places and this, but instead of the stars like rolling over time, which would give you a heading, the stars actually unfold and go further. And that's what's weird about this place. Okay. It's like Inception. See a lot of stars, but no sun. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Rustin kind of like pace a lot and scratch and peck. A lot more than normal. What happens if you don't see the sun? Uh, I'm not really sure. I, uh, well, I can tell you what's happening right now. It's that I feel, um, not great. <laughs> he starts, like, breathing really heavily. <laughs> kind of hyperventilating. <laughs> I, I, what time is it? Dawn. Yeah, Reese like not. He's not. He's not doing too well. <laughs> <laughs> we finally figured out what happened. Um, and so Morgoth is from the Shadowfell, right? That is correct. Um, has Morgoth ever left the Shadowfell? Uh, never, not once in his life has he ever left the Shadowfell. He's read about other planes, so he has some knowledge. Although he does not like, um, like experiencing them for the first time would be like crazy. For Got it. He's like, and so Alcera like starts to board his ship. Follow me, and uh, yeah, you stay on there and fly their ship until they're able to handle it themselves. And the woman like looks back and she's like, "What?" I was like, "Look, just just humor them. I'm sure they'll be able to do this pretty quick." And then Alcera like looks back at the rest of you. I'm gonna show you. How to get back to Primes. Primes. And this just sets off. 
And he goes on, his ship, like, takes the lead. It is strictly, seems to be a faster ship. Um, but it doesn't, it, like, tapers off the sails, and y'all are basically flying in sync. And over time, over the period of a couple hours, y'all fly in a direction, and what comes into view is a pillar of darkness. And almost like a tornado, like, would be touching, like, down on the ground that's what y'all are flying towards but it's of instead of like gray clouds like and stuff like that it's of like purple and blackness hey can i make this is a weird request can i make like a wisdom saving throw against like completely losing my shit like getting like really scared <laughs> at what, what's what i'm seeing here yeah i would say that's fair it's against the same thing as you're like crowing at the sun situation yeah okay same dc is that yeah all right that's fast Ooh. <laughs> you don't quite lose all of your marbles Ooh. Ooh. All right. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go below deck for a little bit <laughs> yeah Wilson just kind of uh he goes in like hides kind of where he's like peeking just above Did where the stairs know. are where he can, like, still see it, but is, like, hiding below deck. Did you drop any feathers by any chance while you were doing Absolutely, the... yeah, I said a little bit there. Morgoth <laughs> will make his way over slowly and just pick up the feathers as though maybe he might need them in some spells later. Okay. Perhaps I'm going to see. I'm going to see Morgoth, who is a wizard, do that and be like, Morgoth, what are you doing? Oh, just collecting um, the stuff that I... I need these. I need these. And then I'll just slap them in my book. (laughs) Don't you have a spell casting focus? I do, but you never know what might come in handy. For what? On the black market. Okay, that's super creepy. I'm going to go over to the other, to Milo. (laughs) 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 Who's like the least threatening person here, other than like, Echo, um, and be like, Milo, what is your perception of Morgoth? I'm kind of, I kind of want to get the crowd to read on him. Uh, Morgoth, uh, he's interesting, I suppose. Uh, I forgot. Definitely. Uh, seems like he's from the Shadow uh, Fell. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you want to commit some crimes? together <laughs> it depends on where <laughs> i'm going to take one step away from milo to make sure he doesn't like, cook at me because i have like a lot of goals on me <laughs> now and i'm not an expensive thing <laughs> and i don't want them taking that and then be like i won't tell anyone if you do the crime but i'm not going to do it like that that requires like doing things you know mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Count on your discretion. <laughs> oh, of course. I'm an agent of chaos. Do as you please. Which is super <laughs> useful because he's not a criminal at all. <laughs> <laughs> totally trustworthy. Connor's going to put his hand on the, uh, on the lady driving the boat and ask her, what the hell is that? Yeah. Just like, uh, it's a shadow vortex. 
And like, well, she looks over to Morgoth. You ever, you're from the Shadowfell? I assume that's just y'all's fancy talk for the Plane of Shadow. Uh, yes, I am from the Shadowfell. And she just looks at you, just like, I hate you. <laughs> that wasn't very nice. Morgoth smiles. <laughs> and just, you ever heard of Deep Shadow? Deep Shadow? Right. I... The darkest is... corners of the world. Right. Your world is merely a mirror of a more real world. And that real world is one of many. And then like, you start seeing, as you get close, there are spheres of light shooting through the upward through this vortex. Each of those is another prime. These vortexes align at random. Though technically, I think you could use uh, the shadow fell or the deep shadow or the deep ethereal to try and transition to a prime. Though coming from this direction, there's no telling what kind of world you might end up on. And like the ships like start to come around and Alsair like looks over and like sees that um, Kagi is like explaining things to y'all and just watches. You're saying that you're taking us to a place where he's from? Mm, no, no, no. It's where we're all from. Sorry, I've never been to a prime. thought we were heading to, to Foob. Yeah, we just thought we'd give you a, a view of of your situation if you were to try and get back to Faerun? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yes. Well, you would have to hope that one of these modes of lights is it. Catch it and fly into it. Well, this doesn't make any sense at all. My name is Morgoth Prime. Well, they call me Morgoth the Reluctant. But... Morgoth Prime? Is that like a goth version of Optimus Prime? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Sorry. Back in. Right, you're good. So hold up. Is a prime like a higher plane or is it like just parallel? A prime is, and we'll, we'll do this in character. Um, it's like she looks back. Um, a prime is, I don't know, boring reality. It is... There are countless numbers of them. I'm sure your Faerun is one. Your and then like looks over towards like Rooston is probably like scratching and like pecking off in a corner or below deck. Dystopia. And... Although it's really okay. So to get to be exact here, Rustopia is his like country, but his world is like is called Poyas. So it's P. I'll type it in the chat. Oh, yes. Well, hang on, because you are being as correct by saying back to Rustopia as they are as being back to Faerun. Because okay. Faerun is a continent. Okay. Faerun is just a continent, yes. Yeah. Well, right. Rustopia is the country of Poyas. Like, Poyas has, like, a Poem Emperor, where uh, Rustin is, is the prince. He's the prince of Rustopia. Oh, where he's, like, he's, like, lesser than the emperor of Poyas. <laughs> Totally fair. 
All right, sorry. <laughs> I get sidetracked. Which I have an essay. I'm writing it's never sidetracked when it comes to Rustopia. All that, yeah. I have, I, I'm still working on it. It's in a rough draft stage right now. I'll be, it'll be ready like sometime this week. <laughs> read, read all about it, folks. <laughs> I can't so wait. It, so when it comes to primes, per se, it's like as it's as if they're are they a lower plane than the astral plane, or are they just tangential to it. Everything is tangential to the astral plane. The astral plane is somewhat... Because I know the upper planes and like the lower planes do have like a directionality to them. Sure, but that's mostly a figure of speech. It's not like we're going to go up to get to heaven and down to get to hell. That's not realistic. Sometimes a ruby... And she's like, corrects herself. Sometimes a portal just appears in front of you and you take it. And it could go to a prime or the upper or lower plane. Yes. Could it take you to a different part of the astral plane? Or do you have to manually travel once you're on that plane, similar to what you call primes? That's accurate. Yes. Interesting. I like this. I also like you. You seem fun. What's your name? I am Kagi. Kagi. Why are we flying towards this hell tornado we just wanted to give you a a, set some perspective here for primes who maybe haven't ridden a ship other than one that sails on water i would never do that fair does this ship sail on honestly i haven't asked it yet thought of some sort of bound creature no doubt as this conversation is happening about primes and worlds uh Lorzarin would chime in and say, What about those who are from here, or of unknown origin? Oh, and Kagi like looks over. You're not one of the primes? Uh, I don't believe so. How would one know? Hey, Kagi's like super like, um, I, I guess a wizard could cast banishment on you, and if you disappeared, you were probably... Well, not from here. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Well, then, I will search further. Does anyone on this plane know the answer to my question? This is a very, very large place, so probably. Very well, then. Thank you. No sweat. (laughs) He goes back and drives. All right. And she like waves up to Alsaren. So it's like, let's go, and and so the ships like head off. And hours are about to pass here. Is there anything notable happening with y'all in these hours? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try and I'll probably like enlist the help of Milo and say, can you steal me any spell scrolls that you find on this ship? Sure. Right. That's all I want. Spell scrolls. Did you see some? No, but I'm sure that there's plenty of things to find if you look hard enough. That Don't steal them off me. True. Do not steal them off me. <laughs> well, you were very clear earlier. I won't be trying to pick your pockets. I mean, if you do it stealthily, I might like appreciate it. But also, I feel like we need to work as a team because this place is weird. Agreed. And Sorry. so... Y'all are starting to, as after that conversation happens, a dark blot 
sits in the distance. And as you get closer and closer, it looks like a severed foot cut at the ankle with a little bit of bone jutting up. Ugh. Yeah. The master hand. <laughs> uh, you guys, are you seeing this? <laughs> How large is it? Like the size of a normal foot? Or... It's... If it is, it's really close, but you're getting closer and it just keeps getting larger and larger. Morgoth will run under deck. <laughs> it's outside. Feeling a little, <laughs> feeling a little defeated there, Morgoth? <laughs> what what is that? <laughs> and I'll just run under under deck and I'll kinda of stop at the bottom of the stairs and I'm looking up, just listening and like uh, it's gonna pique Rufson's interest. This foot, it is huge. It is continent, not continental, but like very, it is extremely large, miles from toe to heel. Si- like, size of like, uh, like New York, kind of? Like yeah. Manhattan, kind of, yeah, yeah, okay. And the ship starts coming around to approach it from the front. And you start to uh- see that on like the big toe, Above and below the toenail, there's all kinds of buildings and lights. Is is your home in a, a giant foot? I'm very confused. What is this? Yeah, it's some of the most reliable um, ground you can find out here. That's disgusting. Is, is it made of flesh? Like, yes. could you like burrow in the muscle? Yes, and then it's weird because the blood doesn't seem to coagulate. So it's like you have blood rivers. Mm. You could, yes. Is this Houston, by chance? (laughs) 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 How do you keep it from smelling like rotten flesh? Well, the flesh doesn't really... So, hang on. It's just like, we're in the astral plane, and sometimes you just have a dead giant bodies of old gods laying around. Fuck yes. Ah. Tanari, uh, she says, looking at Lozaren, you probably remember the giant face of that dead god in that city. And <laughs> probably not expecting any results. Uh, she just keeps going. This is just a much lesser uh, form of that. Morgoth comes out from below deck. His curiosity's gotten the best of him and he's just clapping. He's applauding at the toe. The toe. <laughs> and yeah, so the ship just starts to like come into port and there's basically a like a dry dock extending from the toenail. Yeah, Lord Grin, as soon as it lands, uh, he will uh, walk off and like not even bat an eye at this um, is not phased as what he's seen in this <laughs> universe realm right Sala can't get over the fact that like just because in the astral plane or like because they're gods their bodies still don't decompose like that to her can never be comprehended I guess Mm -hmm. she's just like it doesn't smell bad I'm what like she just looks really confused and she's kind of like aimlessly wandering because she's just so in her head about the fact that the foot is not decomposing. 
Right. And Kagi's gonna like probably see you and like pat you on the back as she also disembarks. And she's like, yeah, you get over the thought of it after a while. And you just look at it and just remember there's a city right here and there's not a giant foot out the rest of the way. You just tunnel vision like that and you'll be okay. <laughs> tunnel vision. Where's the other one? <laughs> Great question. Is it also severed? Is this god actually dead? Or is the foot just... There's so many questions. The foot was the god. Can gods hey. die, though? Or can their memories hey. similarly, be, similarly just be erased from existence because they have no longer have worshippers? Well, which god mm, is this god. anyway? I was thinking the same thing. I don't know, I aren't there just random mortal. gods that remove limbs and then they bestow them to mortals and stuff like that? Hmm. I mean, I yes. Like but you don't see the limbs. It's like a metaphor. And I'm like doing like a... Wait, What's does 5th edition have like the hand of Vecna? Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, eye and hand, I think. Cool. So yeah, yeah, she's absolutely like... Yeah, I don't know. Gods do random things with their limbs. I don't ask questions. I just buy a beer at that tavern. And she like points like four, down, four doors down. Don't stop at those first three. That's just where the riffraff go. Oh god, I can't imagine being with the riffraff. I'm gonna follow her. Ah, I love riffraff! <laughs> and there is just, you come into these places and there are all sorts laying uh, sitting about. And here's the thing, Rooston, you see a big red-skinned winged creature sitting at the bar drinking a, like, lowball glass of something brown. Excuse me. <laughs> he like looks over, like fangs like extending from like his upper jaw. Beak extending from my middle jaw right back at him. Yeah, he's like doesn't say anything, just looks. Are you Squint's eyes looks in close? <laughs> Evil. <laughs> 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 And he just laughs. <laughs> and he like pulls up like a stool right beside him. And like and then taps it. And then like and then points at the bartender and the bartender pours another drink and he's like, This one's for you. For me? Ah. Alright, what is it? I'll sniff it and then I'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he like the clearly a demon like looks over is like i don't know we don't ask questions it's just probably like whiskey with dirt in it uh, 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 well i could certainly taste the dirt uh, uh, i'll have another one of those please extra dirt could you throw a little could you throw a little uh pieces of wheat in there please if you don't mind i and the bar my new friend like, here the tender's like <laughs> And then, like, grabs, like, grains of something, right? And then, like, <clears throat> drops them in there. And it's like, and then sets them in front of you. And just, like, points back at the clearly a demon. And it's like, you're paying for it, though. <laughs> oh, I'll give it a try. So I'll, I'll, uh, I guess first I'll kind of peck at the grains. Yeah. And then throw back the drink. Ugh! 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 
What do you call this? I look at the demon. <laughs> and the demon's like, um, no, like trying to scan and whiskey would know. A golden Whis sunrise. Whiskey. Ah, golden sunrise. Oh, I love golden sunrises. Real ones. Not drinks, but I suppose I like the drink too. Hmm, say. What's your name, friend? I am Zeus Rang. Devourer of the unworthy. Good thing I'm worthy. <laughs> I find you so, chicken man. You never answered my question. You're not. Wins looks real close. Evil. Huh? He looks back and is like, as evil as you think I am. Hmm. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Reason's really stupid. He, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. That's <laughs> why I'm leaning on here. His stupidity has served him well this this night. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you so going to introduce us, Reason? We're just standing okay. here. Ah. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man, what was his name? Can you write it down? I did. So Zeus Rung? Oh, oh, it's under. It says. Yeah, I did the thing I'm again. Writing under other people's names. <laughs> I don't know it's you. <laughs> Zeus Rung? Zeus Rung, yes. Yeah. My friends, this here is Zeus Rung. He's introduced me to Golden Sunrise. Hmm, I'll have another one. <laughs> Who all went to the dive bar? I followed him. Yeah, and I followed behind Milo. So we got Milo and Lucroy there? Yo. Yeah, so y'all are walking into this definitely, like, Den of Thieves vibe in place. What are you, hey, what are you doing? Rusin's never even had liquor before. He doesn't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, did, did everyone come? Oh, no, I, I specifically stated that I would not go with the referee. Right, right. We'll get uh, Sala and Kagi here in a second. Yeah, Gradar's sitting outside with them as well. I guess I came along. I don't know if I would have stayed along. Um... You probably, like, yeah. Roosten, let's even say that, like, Roosten got a little bit ahead, so you get to the door and you see Roosten throwing them back with, like, a literal demon. What kind of demon is it? What does it look like? Definitely like covered, like red skin, bat wings coming off of its backside, like some horns coming up. Oh, is this um a Balrog? I, I mean, I literally just made it up. Like, okay, you just described a Balrog. Okay, yeah, I would follow. Is it? <laughs> is it? I think that's what they're called. I mean, that's like like a Baylor. I think is Baylor, what you mean. That's what they're. That's I was. Balrog is like literally on fire all the time, right? My bad. <laughs> and, it's, and it's specifically a demon, not a devil? Yes. Okay. I enjoy that people know the differences. I'm, oh, yeah, because is the too stupid is to even good. use his, like, detect fiend. He can, like, detect demons, but he's just too drunk and dumb to even realize what's happening. That's fair. Solo, <laughs> you were saying something, though? Or rather? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, on like an alignment level he wouldn't really have an issue with a devil but he would have a lot of issues with a demon so i was just making sure i understood mm -hmm. 
Okay, LaCroix is uh, looking for a stage. Is there one in this uh, place, or is it just kind of some uh, a thrown-together area? There's absolutely a stage. Well, it's kind of, it's a thrown-together stage, right? With like, There's actually just a table with a bunch of pillows laid around the bottom of it, and there's like an elven woman up, up on it, probably like playing a lute. Okay, um, I go and try, or LaCroix goes and tries to persuade her to do a duo. Ooh, I like that. Go ahead and roll persuasion at this point. Okay. Hey, I can do that on the thing. Wow. <laughs> it's good enough. 14. And she, like, steps to the side of, like, the table and is like, fair enough, if you think you're up to the task. Is there a perform check in this? Is there is perform a skill as well? Uh, there's performance. Yeah. yeah. Roll that. We can see how we do. Yeah. Hey, 20. Nice. 30. So it goes well, right? You all go up and uh, start just music. Well, Corey busts out his uh, bass guitar that has like probably 12 extra frets that it needs because it's a bass guitar. And he starts to play along with her. He quickly has an idea of what she's doing and just starts hitting the bare notes. And then by the end of it, he's just kind of killing it on bass and she's right there with him on the lute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh. If we ever do stream this, we somehow have to include the gifts from... <laughs> behind the scenes <laughs> I'm gonna search around and see if there's anything like a wanted poster of any kind Ooh. job postings or wanted, wanted posters in particular there's no wanted posters in here there's a lot of like there's posters of like people posting for crews but there's definitely no wanted posters here Okay. So I'll, I'll I'll check out the ones that are people looking for crews. Yeah, and it's all various captains willing to pay like a silver a day to like help crew of ships to go off and do various jobs. Silver a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so got... What? That's what we. That's. Less than we paid our workers back home. Ha ha ha. like falls off his bar stool. <laughs> and so Kagi will lead everyone else to like a nicer, more subdued bar, which is just people drinking quietly. And and actually Alsara is, is there too. So who's all walking with Kagi to the more subdued location. We've got for sure Sala, Gridar. Is that Me, it? Because I would have saw Roostin getting shit faced, and I'd be like, nope, not watching him leaving. And drunk with a Baylor. <laughs> not watching him. And Echo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So y'all walk into there, and then Kagi's like, there's like actually like a round sofa type thing in the corner, and he's like, ah, I was waiting for y'all to arrive. And, and Kagi's like, yeah, we lost some at, um, you know, and Alsaya's like, ha, that's great. And then, like, welcomes all of y'all to sit at his table. Uh, Sola will, like, with her, like, with her mage hand, kind of, like, brush off the seat and then sit down. It didn't. Yeah. It's absolutely just, like, watching all of that happen. And then, like, a, um, 
Oh my gosh, what's a a fant a carafe of wine, right? Is sitting in the center of the table, and like a waitress comes by and he's like, three more, three more glasses, if you would. And then she nods and abruptly comes back with three more glasses. As made things stouter. I and like he he stammers, right? And the woman's puts up a finger, like just a moment, and just walks off and comes back with like a flag and a veil. There you go. Can I have one of those? It's been a long day for me. She nods and then comes back with another flagon, a veil for Morgoth. I'm going to ask, do you have any, I don't know, tequila or like any hard alcohol? I... <laughs> she wants to get, like, I was there, like, nods and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. And then she like walks off and comes back with like a bottle of some kind of clear liquid. Okay, I take one of the wine glasses. I take one of the wine glasses and just pour it like a wine-sized amount of whatever, like tequila. Right, right. And sip on it. <laughs> yeah, it is some sort of like higher-proof alcoholy thing. This'll do for now. Echo's not really drinking. She's watching everyone else, and then she's gonna look at Morgoth and be like, "Why are you so depressing?" Just... <laughs> <laughs> I'll ruffle my cape a bit. <laughs> it's just the way that I am. My mother said I wasn't a coward. I just had a strong visceral reaction to danger. So Your coward. mother lied to you. So a coward is what nice. she told you you were, but in a nice way. Um, parents are just... Well, that's not anyway. true. She said that that wasn't my nature. Mm. Mm. <laughs> You're just like my brother, you. you know that? Oh, you and Rooster might have switched bodies. You poor little thing. <laughs> and she and like Echo's just like gonna pet his head and be like, Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll write Kristen, your name in my book. It's gonna saunter over at this point. He's gonna excuse himself and say my uh, friends are there. Lovely to meet you, Zergberg. And he's gonna kind of like stumble off the stool and say, Lovely magical potion to no one in particular. And then wander over to the party. This is basically we're playing through Rusin's like first time drinking ever, right? <laughs> yeah. Rusin has, he doesn't even know what alcohol is. <laughs> Uh, Everyone when... else is just assuming that he he does this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we don't think there's anything different. It's just another weekday. <laughs> uh, uh, when LaCroix gets done performing, I'll do this, like, come over here type of wave to him. And okay. then, like, follow behind Rooston to the other location where everyone else is. I actually want to keep y'all separate. Like, LaCroix oh, okay. is, is blowing it up. Right? Oh, oh, okay. Well, so I want to make sure, I want to make sure I capitalize on that. <laughs> oh wait, he's playing the bass. Yeah. Well, then scratch that. I'll just be in the crowd then watching. Right, 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 right. Reason is actually gonna as he's walking away, he'll put a gold piece on the bar for the bartender as a tip, yes. or not necessarily. He'll just put it on the bar. <laughs> the bartender can take it if he so chooses. <laughs> right, if he happens to notice it. 
And so, yeah, uh, Alistair's like, so, in exchange for that ship, and obviously the escort services we've already provided, was wondering if you would be interested in some employment in the meantime, while you uh, get your bearings about your new situation. Of employment. Alistair is asking this? Yeah. To Echo, Sala, and I think Morgoth is there too. Oh, and Greater. Type of employment. Well, I had something stolen from me many years back, and I've been looking for it, and I think I've finally narrowed it down. However, I can't really show my face in the area, so yeah, I would hope you would go and retrieve it for me instead. Sala rolls her eyes and says, I don't do employment. I am. Sala just laughs. What do you do, Sala? I'm an acolyte. I Uh give money, not earn money. And I, I don't know, go to galas, talk to the people, you know, things. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Alistar's... Uh, I see, I see. Well, we would definitely need someone of your caliber. Is absolutely one of the things we're looking for. Would you perhaps speak for the ship? Where are we going? And who are we dealing with? Well, there are some Slade in Limbo who have stolen my things... I would hope that y'all go to there and retrieve them for me. Um, And barring them being amicable to your, uh, no doubt, peerless ability to persuade and talk, bring it back to me. You keep saying things and people, but if we're going to get your things, you need Mm -hmm. to know what your things are. Oh. Sure, it's a green gemstone. They call it the Storm's Eye. Is it a cursed item? If I touch it, will I die? No, but don't touch it. Can I... What? I, it's like, mine. As in... Use How a cloth. Don't, don't touch it with your hands. You'll get fingerprints on it. Surely you can respect that. <laughs> I have other ways of carrying things. You think I carry things? No. Hmm. How much are you willing to pay? Uh, one ship. I don't want a ship. What do you want? The world. Just kidding. Um, the mystery I box. I want, I, want to est- I want to establish a temple. I'm, tr- I'm looking to expand. I Could you perhaps s- do a, po- a plot of land? I... It was- I think we could find some place. Between the fucking toes. Morgoth will burst <laughs> out. That's not creepy. Starting your own church. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not starting my own church. I already have my religion. Clearly you need to find yours. Yeah, of course you are. She's going to completely ignore Morgoth and say, <laughs> if you find me a plot of land, I'll find your storms out. Morgoth starts muttering, and it looks like he's talking to his book for some reason. It's actually kind of strange. Nice. Sala's gonna um, 
use losing Liz, illusory script, so it's going to take her a while. Write out mm-hmm. a contract for um, specifically Elsa and maybe Kagi to say to see that none of the others will be able to comprehend because it's a illusory script. Outlining that, like in return for the storm's eye, she will get this plot of land. Yeah, meaning that if they don't give her a plot of land and she gets a storm's eye, she has no obligation to give it to them. That's fair. And then she, so it's going to take her a while, so like conversation can go on. But once she's finished it, she's going to slide it to them too, and then hand them like a quill made out of like. Um, like golden, like a phoenix feather dipped in gold, and say, "I'm waiting." Also, it's like, okay, I have to analyze this before I sign anything, and, and like waves the witch's waters, please. Phoenix feather. What is that? You don't know what a phoenix feather is. Never seen one in person. No, I've read about them, and I. Never seen a golden one or heard of one. You can touch it for 35 seconds. 35 seconds? Yes, that's it. Fine, but you can't touch my book. Morgoth will stick a finger out. It's got like a black sharp fingernail and his hand is really pale. I'm going to use my mage hand to like poke the book just to annoy him. That is the fantastic out of context quote. (laughs) (laughs) Does touching this for 35 seconds offer stand for all? (laughs) (laughs) The roost is just appearing out of nowhere, I assume. (laughs) (laughs) Just chuckily stumbled into the right place. Donna's gonna completely jump out of her chair and like hold the dagger and be like, oh my god, Roosten, what the fuck are you doing? No, you can't touch a feather. What are you what are you doing? And I'll kinda peck at the ground after I say that. I'm packing I'm gonna I'm gonna give Bruce and my tequila and say, here, try this. What what am I trying? Water. Water. Does it have dirt or grain in? I feel like at some point here Bruce needs to make a constitution save. Con save? Alright. <laughs> I'm gonna pull Sala aside and be like, do you, really, do you really think it's a good idea to give him more alcohol? He's kind of. Everyone's oh, first yeah, time has to be 20. Person is fucking 20. 40 lines for 20? He's just wrong. I'm gonna say over. to Echo, everyone's first time has to be rough, and I think he's stumbling, but he's fine. Tequila will put him over the edge. Don't worry. And it doesn't. He's still like, yeah, like Rooster. How does this enhance but not decline? Are you guys holding? You holding? Do you have any wheat? You're holding wheat? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Truly, what are you asking for? Bre- Hold on. Bread? You have bread? And it's like she like like Alsair like looks up at the waitress like. Don't make. <laughs> These biscuits, he's like, there's probably like biscuits and stuff on the table. And he's like, do y'all make these in-house? And she's like, yes. And he's like, can you just bring us a bag of the flour? 
And then, like, a few minutes later, she just comes with a bag of flour and, like, puts it in front of Rustin. Oh, yeah. Rustin is going to go crazy on that. He's going <laughs> 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 to dive his face. What's, what's the... Oh, my God. Elmo. <laughs> yes. Elmo with the cocaine. Yeah. So now this is the small poem covered in white powder. Drunk off his ass, but like still kind of fine. Yeah. In this nice establishment where like people are quiet and like to themselves. And at that point, yes, absolutely, that is what's happening. And I was just like, okay. And then signs your document. I take it back and I actually, instead of putting this one in my bag, I'm going to put it within my robes so it's close to my person. Okay. Wait, so he signed the document? He did, but you guys don't know what it says because it's in illusory scripts and I just gave it to him. Oh, shit. She just sold us to this fucking guy. <laughs> I didn't sell anything. I'm not in the business of human trafficking. Okay? That's, any, that's any below more. our people. Just labor provisioning. <laughs> a deal's a deal. Okay, oh, I'm gonna... <laughs> is, is it so... Um... LaCroix is still banging it out on the base. Yeah, I mean, let's actually wrap and... that up. Absolute bangers. Uh, crowd's going fucking wild, wild. And it's a good time to end. I look at the... What is the other musician's name, anyway? Um, do, do, do. Let's Not do that a... I would know it. I didn't talk to her about it or anything. Right, no. Um, but her name is definitely Solana. So Solana's, like, jamming it out on her own loot. Nice. And then we, we make eye contact and recognize that this is a really good time to stop. Yeah. We have yes. that musician bond already where it's just we, 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 we connect that way. You know, we, we may not see things eye to eye and everything else, but on music, we're like this, which I'm holding fingers crossed. Right. Yeah. And so everything just kind of builds up to crescendo and then y'all close it out and roll a d20. I rolled a... Ten, yeah. I mean, your takeaway that like evening, like the bartender tips you like ten gold pieces for the extra drinks and stuff that night. Uh, so I was like, are we? Are you like doing other jobs in the area? Because I'd be happy to partner up uh, any other time. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh. He looks, but he's totally not buying it. He's not vibing with her anymore. Fair. So he gives her the, yeah, of course, but then not really. Oh, no. So I'm trying to close out for the night, y'all, because we did just hit that 10 o'clock mark. Are there any other scenes I over like overlooked that y'all want to run to, to kind of do before the night ends? I guess just getting everyone back together and saying what we have to do for Alistair without mentioning what's in the contract. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 